even when somebody just says, I believe in you, all of a sudden you, you feel that energy. Maybe I can do this. If I can inspire just a little bit of that in people, I think it gives them hope. You know, it gives them that little push that sometimes they just need to, to be better than themselves. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass Six Tools to Uplevel Your Life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's talk. I cannot wait to share this conversation with you. I have today guest Amy Lean Gaspar. Amy Lean and I have known each other, and you'll hear me call her Amy because that's how we knew each other way back when at the start of our careers. And what's great about having her on today's conversation is she is literally in the middle of launching her new business. She has found a way to combine security and technology for your documentation that has not been done before. And so as she launches this business, I wanted to catch a conversation with her as she navigates it through her own journey and how she also overcame the loss of her her ex-husband while raising her children. It's an amazing journey when you can share someone's story who's trying to not only lead their own personal life well, but then also provide a service and business that helps so many others feel safe. So again, I cannot wait to share this conversation with you. Let's get started. Here we go. Welcome to Your Badass Journey. I am so excited to talk to Amelene Gaspar today. I can't even tell you. We, Amy, look, I'm going to have to call you Amy just because I know you as that. But <laughs> Amelene is just uh, an amazing, amazing woman that I have known for many years, but we've recently reconnected. And I'm just so excited to have her on this on our chat today because her journey is totally badass. And it's like one of my favorites when I get to reconnect with someone after many years and just see where they are today, but know that the person I met, that the quality of the person I met and, and the, the realness is, is just the same as it was. It's like instant, like just before we started this recording, it's like instant besties, even from when we were together years and years ago. So Amy, welcome. Welcome to the call. And I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> you know, I mean, I am so happy that you reached out. Absolutely. I mean, it's such a pleasure because after um, even just the surface level questions I was able to just ask and start as we reconnected, you know, I would love for you to just share a little bit about where you are today, what's going on and um, what you're focused on. So folks understand a little bit about you before we uh, dive into our conversation. Sure, sure. So I've been in product management for a long time in fintech. Um, since we last talked, I've become a mom, 11-year-old mm-hmm. twins, which has been a journey in itself. Um, and now I'm starting my own business, which is super exciting and scary. Yeah. Um, but it's something I've been thinking about for a long time. And I finally said, you know what? Now is the time. 
I'm ready. So here. yeah, I, I I totally I totally love that because it even though we go through our own journeys, like to realize, like when did you realize you wanted to start your own business? Yeah, so I was working at a startup before. And I think I've worked at startups forever, so I don't know why yeah. I say it's recent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, while I was there, I was running product management, engineering, and design, which was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and this team was very new and junior. And so it was very challenging. And I realized that I could really bring an entire company together. Being able to get everybody aligned behind a single goal, that's a lot about creating your own company, right? So it gave me the confidence to know that I could do this. And so I thought, you know, after things didn't quite work out there, ran out of money. Unfortunately, it was a sad story there, but opened up a new door, you know? So I said, okay, now it's time. Somebody's sending me a sign. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> isn't it amazing like you can actually come out of what people consider failures and i i always see them as lessons learned like the fact that this, yeah. that particular startup didn't continue it doesn't mean that there were like so many successes along the way or so many triumphs right. along the way and it sounds like from your experience you had this like amazing learning on someone else's dime <laughs> which you know, <laughs> when you're able to do that as a leader and and flex your muscles in an environment where you could take more risks sometimes because it's not your own you know bootstrap mm-hmm. company let's just say uh tell me if you have in that in that time frame were there any like distinct badass moments you went through where you working with that company and and kind of in your delivery mode because not only do you bring teams together but you are like a delivery driver i've seen you in action i know what that's about <laughs> what might have happened there that you that gave you that confidence or that gave you the even though that company didn't succeed you want to try it all over again you know on your own terms obviously yeah, absolutely. So uh, we had to present at a fintech conference in New York in October, and uh, we had to give a demo of our product. And usually presenters, when they do this, they do it on a some sort of demo environment or test environment, you know, because you don't want to do it live, right? Well, I said, you know what, for this to really resonate with the audience, because you know that they're going to hit your website, we got to do it live right? We, we could do this. I believed in the team that they could do this. So uh, we rallied, uh, we got it live in the environment and it was amazing. All these people worked so hard and from beginning to end, right? From brainstorming about the idea, getting feedback from customers, you know, looking at the designs, bringing it to life really happened because of everybody. And I can honestly tell you that Every part of that product that was built, I can name somebody who contributed that piece. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and that was awesome for me. Like that, that was the best part. And when we were on stage and we we're giving the presentation, I can tell you that every practice, it failed mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. And I had backup, you know, what I was going to say when things would fail or whatever, <laughs> get over it. And then the whole thing went perfect. Mm. Absolutely perfect. And, you know, even one person um, from the audience tweeted out, IMHO at Cindio just had a classic, not often experienced Finnovate mic drop moment, which was awesome. 
right? I was so yeah. proud, you know, and I just couldn't believe it. The team there was so great. And, and I'm a little sad that it's gone, but it was an experience that I'll never forget. And one that I won't regret having, right? Yeah. Like, even yeah. though it didn't turn out, um, sometimes the worst experiences are actually the best and you can always find the good, right? And through that, that is what gave me the confidence to know that I could bring people together, that we can align behind a vision and that we can bring it to life, that we can succeed together. Yeah, so, I, uh, yeah, that's amazing because it, it is so unique to find leaders that want to, to make sure their team shines while their clients are being supported as well. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to juggle. I mean, it is a juggling act, right? And, and to find pride in it is huge because then you are someone that will always basically allow others to stand on your shoulders right? Like it's, it's not about you. There's the ego goes out the door. It's about Mm -hmm. delivery, the team, the product, et cetera. And when you, when you think about your own leadership style, I'm curious, you know, based on that particular moment, but then also now that you're, you're striving to kick off your own startup and your own business and and almost like recreate many of those moments again and again, Mm -hmm. what is it that you hope you know, others walk away from when they, when they meet you or work with you as a leader? I'd like them to know that they were in a supportive and open environment, right? That I'm always there to help them achieve whatever goal they need, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or need to, to do as part of their journey. And they can fail in a safe place, right? That it's okay to take those chances because you want them to take those chances, yeah. right? Um, That's how we get better, Mm -hmm. you know, is by learning whether we succeed or fail, right? We have to keep growing. And if we can make that in an open environment, right, where we can give each other feedback, better that, you know, we tell each other, right, within these four walls, right, how we're doing, you know, what we need to improve on, than to go out into the world and, you know, some stranger tells you that, right? I mean, we're all here to help each other. Right. And so that's where it comes from. Feedback is is a good thing, you know, and I know sometimes it's hard to hear it, you know, if if it's not something you were expecting. But know that the person on the other side, you know, it took them some courage to even tell you their feedback, you know, so it's a gift. Right. And so we should say thank you and be appreciative of it. And like I said, we'll we'll grow from it. Right. But they're good. Yeah. Yeah. I like to use the term, um, it comes in as like a, a, it's about a value exchange, you know, like just because we might be put into a leadership role, it's not about us knowing everything, right? It's, it's about, I have this value. I know what my gifts are. I want to put it out there. Let me see yours. Let me understand it. And let's figure out how we unite it um, converge it, integrate it, whatever the right word is, right? So that we can then create something that is even more valuable uh, as we put it out there. And there's a lot of the lessons too in the, in the value that we walk away with as we interact with people, which I love, uh, obviously, like having conversations like this, I'm always learning something new. But, but it, in that value exchange, I think is really part of what you're talking about, you know, it's like you create environments so that the, that people feel safe and free to 
share what is valuable to them, the, the skill set they bring, the qualifications that they have, what do they even want to learn and go out and do that as leaders we don't have the time for or not even interested in maybe, but we know we need it. That's right. <laughs> you know? That's so, right. So creating that environment is, is amazing because um, people want that as a work environment to be a part of, but then they also want that interaction with their leaders. You know, it's not about having all the answers. You know, no, it's, no. It's about leveraging that value system. <laughs> That's right. That's right. right. You have to surround yourself with people who can fill those gaps for you as a leader, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. if you can bring together a great team, right, that has all the different facets to, to bring it to life, that's amazing. That's fun. Would you, would you say as you were coming up in your career, uh, the younger version of you, is this, is, has this been an innate quality for you or is it something that you had like bad experiences in or realized what you didn't want to be and became this person? <laughs> like, tell me a little yeah. bit about how, how your style evolved. I think because I was very fortunate to find good managers and good people around me that believed in me and would give me these opportunities, even though sometimes I didn't always do so well. At least they gave me the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Even when somebody just says, I believe in you. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden you, you feel that energy. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. wait, I, maybe I can do this. Right. Yeah. And so if I can inspire just a little bit of that in people, I think it gives them hope. You know, it gives them that little push that sometimes they just need to, to be better than themselves. Right. And yeah. because so many people did that for me. I want to be able to give that back. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you, you and I met in a, in a very unique company where the CEO and the CTO uh, of a technical financial services and software company were both female, um, yes. which was very rare in that time. I mean, I'm not going to put our ages out there, but... <laughs> <laughs> But it was unique back then, right? Like, it was, oh yeah, it was a very unique environment, and we definitely had layers of really awesome men as well. Because they, the, the coolest thing I saw about those two particular women was that they actually brought in amazing hires, regardless of oh, gender, yeah. right. Like, we just were this awesome team um, out the get go, and I think that experience for me too was was really eye-opening to see what was possible yes. and also how best to navigate the different personalities, you know, that you come across from the different disciplines, right? You know, there's the, the tech savvy folks that might be in their head too much and might not have the interpersonal skills just yet. And then there's the design people that are just so creative that don't know how to translate, you know, and, and I know you and I in our careers have always been this integration point, right? Like we were focused on delivery and knew how to compartmentalize emotion and tact, right? Like there's this way of like you drive delivery and then you need to also be a shoulder sometimes for someone to like unleash and unload and and be that conduit for that conversation. And um, in that, I believe it takes a personal strength to navigate in those kind of environments too, because I do think it is a unique skill set to see things from all angles. 
But when you think about your badass journey and like what has made you stronger, what has made you more resilient, you know, and now that you are a mom of of twins <laughs> and raising them in this world, you know, um, where do you think your your inner self is, you know, has 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 kind of come to where you are today, like and and kind of fine tuned as to who you want to become going forward. So we have work life experiences. Right, right. And then we have our our life, our life, our outside work, you know, and and the integration of those two don't necessarily work all the time. (laughs) So but we do have we do have big lessons that sometimes happen outside the workplace, but then actually start to help us navigate inside the workplace. I'm just curious if you had some big moments or you know, any obstacles you overcome personally that helped you also become a stronger, not only leader, but mother and, you know, provider in the world. Several years ago, uh, my children's father passed away unexpectedly. Mm. So I got a phone call from one of his friends saying, he's had a seizure. Uh, We're going to the hospital. Can you come? My first answer was yes, of course. As I was driving there, I thought, Am I supposed to be doing this? Yes, I am. This is the father of my children. Doesn't matter that, you know, we were divorced for about a year at the time. And it was just surreal. It was Mm -hmm. a very strange experience. But, you know, I kind of went into this automatic mode. You and I know this very well, right? Mm -hmm. There's a problem. Let's figure out how to solve it. So I kind of went into that mode. And for, you know, three days, uh, we were in the hospital back and forth. Passed away, unfortunately, after the third day. And during that time, you know, all this back and forth, I uh, had a boyfriend and he was helping me take care of the kids uh, while I was doing all that running around. And I came home one night from the hospital and I was so tired. And I just looked at him and I said, you know, you don't have to do this. And he kind of just stopped me mid-sentence and said, just shut up. I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to be here. Yeah. And I didn't say a word after that. I think, you know, what, what that taught me, right? And with all the phone calls and all the visits and the food and, you know, just the, the hugs, you know, from people, there is help out there. I am grateful for all that help. So I think in that moment, you, you are so down and when these people come and they're, they're helping you, you're like, wow, I'm not alone. They make you believe, right, that you can do this, right, that you can get through this because you're not alone. So in a way, I carry that same idea into work, right, that I didn't have to carry it all on my own, mm-hmm. you know, that I became a stronger leader when I let go, when I realized that I didn't have to have the answer all the time. But what I did have to do as a leader was bring all the people together at the table that could find the answer, right? That we can brainstorm, that we all have different perspectives. So bringing people from different parts of the company together um, is fun for me, right? To talk about an issue and to hear their different perspectives and for all of us to actually find the solution together, everybody feels so impassioned by that. 
right? And finding passion at work, believing in what you're doing can be hard. And when you do find it, you know, that's the thing that's going to carry you through the ups and downs because there will be ups and downs. Yeah. I think that being open to the help that people can give you, the love that they have for you, just being open to it, right? It can happen, right? You can find your way. Yeah. I think it's also the vulnerability of asking for it. Because when you are so capable, it's so hard. It's so hard to, I mean, it was one of my biggest lessons too. I could be, I was a top performer. And and when we did work together way back when, I was like in control mode all the time. No one knew me. No one knew the suffering I was going through outside of the workplace. And that, that vulnerability to ask took a long time for me to learn as well. But the empathetic side uh, and the pain that I was carrying for that time is what I would bring to my team and provide for them because it was what I was needed. So at least I needed in, in my own heart, right, to mend. So that toggling between the loss, that extreme shocking loss and being willing to accept the help. Yeah, I, I can totally see how that would shift you know, anybody's life now, you know, it's, even though you were in a new relationship and, you know, had a blended family, uh, with your now husband, it's, it's still a loss. It's a huge shock, you know, and, and how to navigate that with your kids, uh, knowing that their father is no longer with you, but how to represent him in life now so that they get a piece of it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I I do think that that heartfelt sentiment to make a connection, right? And to receive it. So that's the hardest part too. I mean, people, there were givers around me all the time through my pain. I wasn't ready to receive it yet. And so it's really great that your now husband also shocked you (laughs) to say like, shut up. Listen to me, I'm here. Like, I love you no matter what. And of course, I'm going to be here through your hard times. But for us who are capable, stand up and people are on riding on our shoulders. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big lesson um, and, uh, to learn, but also to then bring in to the fold into your, to your daily life. Like, I personally believe like the badass stance is really showing up in all of who you are in all arenas you want to play in. So like, if you meet me as a friend and you meet me in business, it's just a different skill set I have to turn on. But the true me is showing up the same way, right? And in all those relationships, it's just the different thought process of what, what is it that I'm bringing to the table right now? So as you, as you toggle between these environments, and now that you're establishing your new company, tell us a little bit about this new company and what you're focused on today. Sure. So um, we are LionX and we are building out a service for consumers and businesses where they can share financial information mm-hmm. uh, for people to be able to take control over their information, right? Data is certainly very important. It drives a lot of how businesses are run today and it's becoming more and more prevalent. And so we need to be more responsible about how we use that information, how we share it how we help people understand how businesses are using it. I mean, that was very much evident in the uh, Facebook discussion with how, you know, Cambridge Analytica had misused 50 million user profiles. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we had Equifax that released all these SSNs, you know, all your personal information, your identity, everybody's at risk, right? Yeah. 
clearly there's a problem. Right. And so I think that, you know, with my background in data, my uh, co-founder and friend, he has a, a big background in technology and security. So, you know, we said something's got to change, you know, and so that's really why we started this business. We really want to just help businesses and help people share information more safely, you know, without compromising their privacy. Yeah. And the, and the pain point you're trying to just so our listeners understand mm-hmm. is what exactly like how do you articulate the pain that coming to your company would assist them with so they would be able to share their information uh, without with having full control so a lot of times when we share information like we're renting an apartment or we're yeah. Shopping for a home loan, right? You have to collect all this information manually. You have to figure out how to deliver it safely. We want to provide a holistic financial profile that's fully verified Mm. um, so that you could share that however you want, right? And so, for example, if you were to share it with a landlord, you could um, permission just the information that they need to say, okay, this is how much um, I make each month. This is my credit score. This is my history and I can afford it, but they only need it for a short period, right? They don't need your statements forever. Yeah. So emailing them, which seems crazy to me, Mm -hmm. is not the safest way to go, right? So give them just access for a short period of time. And then further still, if you're shopping for a personal loan, when you go out there and you look at websites, you give all this personal information. They won't even give you a quote unless you give them a name and email, right? Well, why not be able to publish your financial profile anonymously and then be able to get back qualified offers, right, from different businesses? And then only with the business that you decide, okay, that lender, I like that loan, then you send your personal information over to them. So that way, you're only sharing your personal information with one provider and the businesses are making real offers based on verified information. So it streamlines the whole process, completely unbiased and is a much safer way to share information. I mean, while I'm thinking about this from a financial services standpoint, I think that certainly it has application to other parts of your information, like healthcare information or mm-hmm. analytics data, browsing data, right? Privacy is super important. So we separate that personal information from that other data, keeping the other information anonymous, in this case, financial information, and putting your personal information on your device. What I like about that too is the centralization of it because it's it it gives the access outward outbound versus having um, to keep sharing across all these multiple platforms when you're trying to live the life we live and everything we do requires a credit check and it requires you know information about you background etc and it's like. I, I love the centralization. I'm, I'm all about centralization just because then it's one place so that as things happen in life, you get married and you now you have joint assets and it's like, okay, well, where does it all go? You have to collect all of that and put it in one place. It's, it's, that's really great. And then to, to only share certain, certain segments of it that are important to who you're trying to do business with or buy from. Um, or sell to even sometimes or partner with like that's awesome i love that idea and then i'm sure it'll have an amazing uptick in it because it's needed I, you know that that privacy piece is so important but it's also the ac- accessibility 
and the ease for the individual to or business to centralize it all in one place and then say, yep, I got that, you know? So I, 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 that's great. What stage um, is your business in now? And like, what are you, what are you looking to do next? So we are raising our first round of financing right now. We have a proof of concept that we filed a provisional patent for earlier this year. Nice. So we're working on that. And um, I actually uh, just won a spot uh, to go present to a series of investors. So we're well on our way. <laughs> that's amazing. Congratulations. Like that's huge. You know, the, I, I would say most startups have that struggle of like, where do we go get the money? And like, how do we continue with it? And a lot of it is fear driven because they just don't understand the process, right? Like they just, it, it's become daunting because there's these, what seems to be overnight success startup things that have happened over the years. And then realizing that it was a long haul to get there and then to find the support. So how have you navigated that side of the house? You know, the um, money side. <laughs> and, well, um, yeah. I mean, we've, we've definitely been bootstrapping for a while, uh, but you know, very fortunate to have met the people, you know, in our, our, our careers uh, to help us along the way. You know, they've, they've been advisors to us so far. Some of them have asked uh, to become advisors, you know, once we, we raise our round. But folks, you know, are super generous with their time. And um, I think, like I said, you, you have to ask for the help. Right. And there are people in your network who know somebody who's an angel investor or, you know, has been at a startup and, you know, maybe is close with their CEO. The CEO can provide you with advice. I have found all kinds of people uh, to, to give me advice. And obviously you have to listen to your voice and figure out, okay, you know, which is the right path for me. And I've joined different forums. So uh, women who start up, you know, there's a lot of groups, especially for women founders today that you can join and you can um, read about different events. So this event that I was able to be a part of, this group, Elevaco, a really great organization, nonprofit, helping female entrepreneurs develop their pitch so that they can raise funding. So that was really huge for me. It's super helpful, great program um, and good people, you know, being able to hear other people's stories and helping refine my pitch has been so helpful. And I'm so grateful for all, all of the help that I've received. So I think it's getting out there, talking to people in your network, getting a part of these different groups that are available to you and just participate in the conversation, you know, and you will find your path. I guarantee that. Yeah. It's, it's having that, that confidence, right? to just go after it and try and start those conversations yeah. and always be that perpetual student. Yes. Like, don't be afraid to learn <laughs> if it's a place you want to go, right? Like, it, it, it's, it sounds so simple, but it's sometimes the hardest thing when you're trying to posture into a role, right? Like, I'm CEO of my own company, a company of one, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, how, how, where are my chops right now? Like, how am I going to posture? And it's like, no, yeah, you're CEO of your own company. Fantastic. But be the perpetual student and raise the title and go after learning to get to that next level, right? Like to, to, to figure out that path you need to take. And I love coaching people on that all the time because it's sometimes just that shift in mindset to say, oh, I don't have to know it all. No, you really don't. 
we can go ask a many people and there are, like you said, so many generous people out there. there and leveraging the network is so important because if people who know you and that you've stood up for and been supportive of actually hear you asking for help, people love when they're asked for help because then they know how to show up for you, you yes. know? And it's one of the hardest things to actually like take the blinders off and realize that so many people are so willing to stand up for you, with you, next to you, whatever that looks like. And I love these forums that we're a part of too and the different networks too, because it, it expands our reach of, to more generous people, like uh, a number of generous people. And, and that's really great that you leverage that too. Absolutely. It's, it's, it makes you feel again, like not alone, right? Yeah, that you're, yeah. you're on this journey, you're on this path and there are other people there with you experiencing the same things, supporting you, right? You just have to look for it. You just have to ask for it. Right? Yeah. So, be willing. Yeah. Yes. Be willing to listen to the answer. Yes. <laughs> so tell us like how can can folks connect with you how how would you like to be supported you know so our listeners know you know the best way to help you um, but also to connect in case there's something you need yeah absolutely so you can connect with me on linkedin i'm happy to always talk to anybody about you know your journey and how i can help you and maybe there's ways you can help me too so great would be best yeah LinkedIn is best. Great. And um, the name of your company again, so folks know when they're ready to protect their information and your your company is live. Is the product the name of the company too, or is the product have a different name? I don't have a product name, but Great. Uh, it's just the company. So it's Lion X. And uh, we don't have a website yet, but coming soon. I love that. I love the freshness. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I, I do want to thank you, Amy, for giving us your time today. And and um, really, honestly, I know we'll have several more conversations after this one. But uh, I would love for um, part of the way we close our talk is for you to to help me understand how you define uh, what a badass is, and just share with us, like maybe one of your proudest moments. Oh wow! Okay. I think badass has grit, has strength, um, and has humility. You know, a lot of the things we've been talking about. We persevere through difficult times, right? And sometimes, you know, we don't always see the light, but it's there, mm -hmm. right? It's always there. You just have to have the patience and the strength to get through that and to find it. I meditate a lot. And lately I've been using, I believe in me, I believe in you, I believe in us. Mm. And I can apply that in so many different ways, you know, whether it's my business or my children or my husband, my family, just people generally, right? And sometimes that's all we need is we just need that little push. So you as a badass, you don't always have to have the answers. You don't always have to be, you know, the leader of the pack, so to speak. But you do need to be strong in yourself, believe in yourself, right? And have the humility to ask for help, to know that you don't have the answer, right? And that 
that's okay if you don't have the answer because the answer will reveal itself. Right? Keep having conversations with people, keep putting yourself out there, and you'll find it. That's beautiful. And I 100% agree. And I uh, really appreciate being part of your badass journey. Emeline Gaspar, thank you for joining us. And if you'd like to connect with her, follow her on LinkedIn and or shoot her a message. And I know she will be there for you. So thanks again for joining us today. Thanks, Emeline. Thank you, Kareen. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.